This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Richard Muscat, the Australian GT champion. I hope you'll stay with us. GT Championship was wrapped up at the Highlands Motorsport Park. Richard Muscat taking the victory and a Saturday battle which went down to the wire. Richard, congratulations for Erebus Motorsport. They've been looking forward to picking up this championship for some time now. Yeah, I think it's been about four years they've been in the Australian GT Championship with the Mercedes SLS and um, yeah, it's just been, a, it's been an awesome year to drive for Erebus Motorsport this year. Um, I've learned so much as a driver, to, um, technically and you know also driving the car. But um, yeah, it's, it's just been such a long year. We've been you know in in the fight the whole year. We've been leaning since round one, and all the pressure was on us to you know bring home the goods at New Zealand and um, to finally bring uh, get the two wins at New Zealand um, and get the race over and done with. It was good and bring home the championship. So we're we're definitely a happy happy team. Your season started at Bathurst, of course, with the twelve hour, and you. you now have got such a great championship for GTs after uh, uh, many years that the series had been struggling to really get uh, a lot of support and uh, a lot of interest uh, outside of sort of the hardcore um, prestige GT car fan. Yeah, I think um, yeah, in the last few years, you know, GT3 cars were you know just coming into it and they were in a phase of just, um, yeah, just getting built up in Europe and I think once it once it got big in Europe and it's slowly coming down to Australia now and as we've seen over the last few years um, the Bathurst 12 hour for example um, has just been growing and growing and, and I think next year's one will be the biggest ever again so definitely I'm um, looking good for GT3 cars you know worldwide and in Australia and um, it's great to have experienced it and to be the reigning Australian GT champion um, I think I'm in a good spot hopefully and uh, hopefully get a few more drives in the future. Of course, uh, one of the great things about GT is that the manufacturers are not only racing themselves, but they have all well-established customer programs now. Yeah, definitely. With being with our Mercedes-Benz, you know, we've got the AMG customer sports program. So AMG and HWA definitely give us a lot of technical support, as well as all the other AMG customer sports teams. And it's like that with Audi and and all the other you know big manufacturers. As well, so it's um, definitely a great, you know, it's a great formula to be, you know, around the world racing. Um, yeah, like like I've been telling everyone the whole year, you can, you know, you can go to the Spa or you can race at Nurburgring or Italy or anywhere in the world, and it's always the same cars with the same formulas and the exact same, you know, technical stuff. So it's just, um, it's just a great formula and a great series, and it's worldwide and it's just growing all the time. Yeah, and uh, as you mentioned, a bit like the series you came from with the Porsches, where you can go anywhere in the world and you know what you're getting into is the same sort of spec car. Yeah, definitely. Carrera Cup, you know, it's the, um, it's the second tier to Super Cup, which is, um, the, I guess, the, the top of the pyramid for Porsche Motorsport. That, um, yeah, coming from GT2 Cup Challenge and Carrera Cup, it's, yeah, it's the same as uh, GT racing. It's all around the world. There's Carrera Cup Germany, Carrera Cup Great Britain, you know, Carrera Cup Australia. It's, it's all around the world, so... It's definitely, you know, I think it's a, the step before GT cars. So many, many drivers go to you know, Porsches to, you know, hone in, hone in their craft, and you know, it's, it's very hard to pass in that class. So if you can, you know, if you're a proven champion in that, you can, you know, most likely drive anything in the world. So mm. yeah, Porsche is another great formula, you know, like GT cars. 
Yeah, and uh, finishing the year at Highland Motorsport Park for the the people who haven't been down to the South Island to Tony Quinn's little playground, it it is a fantastic race circuit, isn't it? Yeah, it is a it is a magnificent facility. You know, being over there for the Highlands rounds in the um, Australian GT Championship, they had they had everything. They had planes flying over. You know, Formula One cars on the circuit, Mad Mike and his Red Bull RX8. So. It was quite cool, actually, and you know it's very, very um, different. Um, they've got dinosaurs on on the side of the circuit for the for the kids, and it's just very family orientated track. It's very, um, I guess, left left side uh, left fielded, I guess, of um, what a traditional track would be. You know, it's very different, but um, I think Tony and the Quinn family have done an awesome job um, setting up the track and what it, um, I guess, what it takes for well, no, to get the people to the track. And I think they've achieved those goals. So they've done a great job, and it's an awesome facility. And did you finish off the the championship with good crowds across the two days of racing? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the total number was, but there was a lot of people on the hills, and I think you know there was. It's probably it would have been you know close to about two big car round, probably a little bit less. But um, yeah, they just had a, a great way of getting the fans you know into the into the pit lane. You know, before the start of the Highlands 101, all the fans on the um on the grid uh, looking at the cars up close and meeting all the drivers and. Taking photos with us also was, you know, definitely great for the fans to come in and you know, really get into the cars and see how they see how they run inside the cockpits and you know to also admire them outside the circuit watching them go around. Now it was the second 101 of the year and uh, the concept of the 101s has really been fantastic entertainment, hasn't it? Uh, well, perhaps when you have last lap passes, you want to be the pass e, not the pass d. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was a bit bit of bad luck at um. The last race of the year, but um, yeah, sometimes those things happen. You know, um, we were running to a, a fuel number for the last, you know, seven or eight laps where you know we we're going to be tight, and um, I could feel the car coughing and spluttering in the last lap, and you know it was going to be close. But um, we're, we're not as, you know, with our regulations the way they are, we don't, we don't allow live telemetry like the V8 supercars do. So it's very, very hard to you know, keep a total, you know, exact number of fuel you got. But um, all we needed was a little bit more to get us over the line. We had about 200 metres left, but, you know, those things happen. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get back next time and hopefully win the next one. Twice now you've seen Garth Tander jump into the series and take these 101 races from you. Yeah, definitely. That Aston Martin's pretty quick to the, you know, to the V12 engine and, and um, to the great BRP this year. So it's definitely, the, you know, one of the cars to beat. But um, the Mercedes is just as quick and, you know, Highlands was ours for the taking, but um, you know, unfortunately, the, these little things happen. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll get back next time, and I'm sure you know the, the team and I, and yeah, all the co-drivers will, will will do a great job. And you know, we've been working hard all year, and you know, it's paid off to win the Stranger Day Championship this year. Like we've you know we've talked about, is it's just awesome and it's awesome to be a part of. And you know, the whole Airbus family is just you know we're all wrapped right now. Mm, of course, one of the uh, the great stories is the fact that you were co-driving with a New Zealander and a, a New Zealander that can almost walk on water in Craig Baird. Yeah, no, Craig Baird's very experienced. He's got you know, a lot of um, experience in GT3 cars, you know, over Asia and in Australasia, I guess. Um, you know, New Zealand, he's done a bit as well. And he obviously had the, um, the lap record um, at Highlands last year from the previous year. They run in a Porsche and... Um, he was, he was probably the best co-driver to have at the Highlands, and he did a fantastic job in his opening stint and gave me the reins to the car to bring it home. And um, yeah, the, the, like I said, the race was going you know all to plan, and we, we had a you know comfortable 40-second lead on on P2, but yeah, it just wasn't our day. And where do you see this yourself and 
GT racing going next year in Australia. Of course, it kicks off with the 12-hour, the which is, uh, you know, one of the best races in the country. Unfortunately, V8 Supercars have decided that they want to run against it. But putting that whole shenanigans aside, how do you see the development curve next year? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, GT3, the formula of GT3 is just growing, you know, not just in Australia, but all around the world. We've seen the... Um, the Blank Payton series just, you know, go from strength to strength. And I don't think it's, it's far away from them going worldwide and coming to Australia. But um, yeah, even Australian GT is just getting bigger and bigger. And, um, you know, we can see it in the um, Bathurst 12-hour entry list for next year. It's just, it's just growing and there's more you know, international interest coming and there's a lot more, you know, teams coming over and, you know, world-class drivers. So, you know, I'm not too sure if it's going to be one, two, five, ten years, but um, I think GT3 cars will, will eventually take up. Like I said, a world formula and they're the world's best drivers all the time. They're, they're exotic cars, they're fast cars, and you know, I think the fans love them. So, yeah, it's it's definitely my choice of car anyway. And uh, you signed up for next year? Uh, we're in negotiations right now, but um, I've got a few things you know on offer what we can do. You know, Crow Cup is one thing, and GT cars is, is another thing as well. So, we might do multi series next year, but I'm not too sure yet. But uh, yeah, watch this space and we'll find out. Well, you're going to enjoy your Christmas this year. A national championship is nothing to sneeze at. Congratulations on a fantastically consistent year in the GTs. Thank you very much. Cheers, mate. Richard Musket joining us on the line. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.